The rules of retail are changing. One by one, corporate retailers are closing their doors, and some call it the death of retail. But those rules never apply to independent retailers like us. We're writing our own rules. We're here to answer the questions about how to grow your business, stay competitive, and still have a life. I'm Josh Orr, and this is the Retail Initiative Podcast. Welcome back to the Retail Initiative Podcast. Um, This episode is part two of um, really the episode last week where I I dove into the the three pieces that are essential to succeeding online. And um, but aside from that, I do hope that your year is getting off to a good start. Um, mine has been a little hectic. A lot of times I um, kick the can so much on things, uh, things through the, the holidays. And then I just, I always run into January and it's like my busiest month of the year. I don't know why. So I'm traveling way more than I want to. And, you know, it's, it's a part of the job. I, I'm really blessed to have to travel. Um, because if I wasn't traveling, if I wasn't doing any of that, then that also means that I'm not working. Um, so definitely blessed to have that. Um, and what's been cool is I've gotten gotten some really good feedback from y'all, from you guys. I normally say you guys, but lately I've been saying y'all. I'm from Texas. So um, anyway, let me get to the point. Um, last week, I talked about how the three components of succeeding online is traffic, conversion, and retention. Um, traffic means that we're bringing enough of the right people to your website. Conversion means that we're turning those people into paying customers, and retention is getting those paying customers coming back and buying again and again and again. Um, and I argue that if above anything else, the area to spend your time is in conversion. And I talked through a few things that you can do to improve conversion. So if you haven't listened to that episode, um, click pause on this one and go back and listen to that. Um, but I want to talk about the, what makes up a site that's built for conversion, um, especially if you're a brick and mortar store, which is really who I like to work with. And what I'm passionate about is seeing brick and mortar retailers create these new sales channels um, to diversify their revenue and reach a much larger audience. I, I love it. Uh, it's something that we see great results in. And a lot of times for brick and mortar stores, um, they're used to a certain... Um, What's the word for it? Like they're, they're used to like credibility because when you see a storefront, you walk in, you have instant credibility. People can see the products. People can see your sign. People can talk to you and they trust you from the beginning. And, you know, you, you take for granted the things that are automatic for a brick and mortar store. And so then when they launch online, it's easy to think, well, I have a store. People are going to trust me. My customers trust me. Why wouldn't people online? And so um, they don't invest a lot in their site and the ways that would be beneficial for them. Instead, you know, they'll get Shopify, get Lightspeed Ecom, whatever, and they'll set up their own theme and then wonder why sales don't start pouring in. Um, and even if they're getting traffic, it's likely that they're not converting. You might have some of your most loyal in-store customers purchasing from you because you already have that established, um, but sales don't come in. So what are the things that lead to sales? Um, you know, I share this example a lot, but, um, you know, every year this time of year, I swear I'm going to get in shape and I'm going to go to the gym and um, I, I go for three or four weeks and I do a little bit, little bit of this and a little bit of that. And I find myself frustrated three or four weeks in that I'm not getting the results that I want. Um, and most of the time it is because I don't really know what actions are going to have a huge impact on the results. And for you, 
you, you don't have time or money to waste on activity um, that, that isn't going to immediately produce a result for you. So I wanna talk about um, really the three high level. I'm not, I really, I'm not gonna get into the nitty gritty. Um, it's really these concepts that I think help, um, help you come to the nitty gritty on your own. Um, and I think that conversion comes down to three things. It comes down to experience, trust, and risk. So what do I mean by each of those? So first let's talk about experience. When someone walks into your store, like if you have a brick and mortar store, someone walks in, um, what, what do they see? What do they feel? What are they invited into? They're probably invited into um, a community, a feeling, a lifestyle, whatever those things are, it's, it's easy to do in person. Well, how do we do that online? How, how do we, rather than trying to you know, put our storefront front and center or even like our products front and center, a lot of times you want to do the same thing a store would do. And that is, that is instead, like put, you put your brand front and center. You put the feeling you want them to have front and center. And that carries into the hero graphics you have, the copy that you have in those, like the wording that you're putting on your website, um, the, the kind of product photos that you have. All these things build into the experience of your customer. It also, it also speaks to how easy is it to shop through your website? Like, is your navigation cluttered? Does it make it easy to navigate through your highest level categories that you know, most customers tend to be shopping for? Or see curated collections of um, your newest things and obviously like what you have on sale. Creating a better experience for your customer um, ultimately is uh, well, I, I want to say the top, but really all three of these I would put as equal um, experience, trust, and risk. So, for if you want to do an exercise, honestly, like try to put yourself in the mind of your customer and go through your site. Think through the navigation. Think through what should they feeling should they have the second they go to your your website and they don't scroll at all. They just see that top piece. How much does that speak to who you are and what they can expect from your brand moving forward? If there's a huge disconnect there, then that's, then that's an area that you can fix. The next is trust. So picture if you're going to a baseball game and you have those people standing outside selling tickets. Um, what's a problem that they have? They're gonna have a conversion problem. They're gonna have a sales problem because can you trust that the ticket that they're selling when the arena or when the ballpark scans the barcode that you're going to get in? There is a, the possibility that when you buy that ticket, it's not going to be real. Um, and a lot of times we take trust for granted, especially if you have a storefront. We take trust for granted because they can talk to you, they see you, they feel you. Um, and so it's easy. Well, your store has to establish trust. Are you a real brand? And this really comes down to so many things. You know, stores that don't pay attention to little design details. You know, all your product photos are bigger or smaller than each other. Um, you don't have like cl a clear about us or your, your mission isn't really conveyed through your site. Um, your, your return policy isn't visible from any product page or any of that. That stuff doesn't give trust in your brand that you're that they're actually going to get the product um, and that the product's going to be what they expect, which leads me into the last one. Um, and that one's simple. It's risk. Um, look, there's a lot of risk when it comes to buying online, different than in store. Um, they can't feel it. They can't touch it. Um, they really have to trust your product details to know that it's the right item. And so think through what can we do to relieve risk from our customer? Um, this is found in the product photos, 
how good they are, how detailed they are, the product descriptions, how well, and then how well like do we describe the model or the home that's wearing it? You know, if it, if you're selling clothing, then describe the sizes and whatnot of the model and say what size she's wearing. If you're in home decor, you know, talk about the dimensions of the room and then the dimensions of the, you know the piece of art that's on the wall. Like these things, take away risk for the customer. Next is is display your return policy clearly. Um, on the product page, on the bottom of the website, all these things, make it easy so people know, if I don't like this, how can I return it? Even if your policy is not super generous, by letting them know exactly what it is, um, you know, you, you remove so much of that risk. So I hope that these three things that are really high level, um, I hope that these three things point you in the right direction on creating a high converting site. If you're interested in talking or, or getting on the phone to go through what these might look like, um, you can go to streamlineretail.com and submit the online form. I'd love to talk. Or you can shoot me a DM uh, on Instagram. I'm at Retail Josh, and I'd love to connect. Um, otherwise, I will see you next week on the Retail Initiative Podcast. Talk to you soon.